0: What's up y'all, this is Kenny Anderson and y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast.
1: back with another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. Joseph Pavone here. Joel Pavone is in the building. What up? Sean Dutras here. Fellas, finally made it. Boston Celtics will tip off 2019-2020 season in Philadelphia. And to help us not only preview that game, but also preview the upcoming season is Kyle Draper of NBC Sports Boston making his second appearance on the Causeway Street Podcast. What's going on, Kyle? What's up, fellas?
2: Thanks hey. for having me on, man. What's up, Kyle?
1: I know, I know Kyle is more ant than anybody. Not only is the Celtic season starting against a team like the Philadelphia 76ers, but he's a Philly native. So my my guy's excited to get back to Philly and, and, see you know, get get to his old stomping grounds.
2: Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, I've talked to people down there in Philly and they're fired up. I mean, this is like there's no bigger matchup for the Sixers right now than the Celtics. We know all the history and how much, you know, the demons are when it comes to the Sixers uh, having to go against the Celtics and the demons they face. They feel like this is their year, fellas. They stole out Horford away from us up here in Boston, so they're feeling good about themselves down there in Philly right now.
1: I don't blame them. I mean, it's been an ongoing debate on this podcast the last – couple of months pretty much between, uh, Joel and I and, 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 and Sean over here. And Sean, I laughed it's not huge it on bit. Philly, but yeah. me and Joel, like, I don't know, man. Philly, Philly's got it this year, but we'll, we'll get, we'll get more into that. But first things first, let's get into, uh, the news that dropped this week for the Boston Celtics. Jalen Brown and the Celtics have agreed to a four year, $115 million contract extension. Kyle, what was your instant reaction when you first heard the news? And did you expect that magic number to be $115 million to get it done for the Celtics and Jalen Brown?
2: I was shocked. I was like, Jalen got the bag. He got the bank. He got everything. <laughs> that dude, hey, he's he is living him. his best life right now. Seriously, I did not expect that much. I mean, you're talking, you know, 28.5 million, I think it is the number or something like that per year. And, and it just shows you that the Celtics aren't just rewarding Jalen for what he's done, they really think highly of him and say he could become an all-star level talent. And so, you know, it's crazy because you look at some of these other four-year deals being handed out, like a buddy healed, let's say. You know, you got some bonus. And some of these other guys that have signed deals, and it's nowhere close to Jalen Browns. Uh, I know Pascal got the max, and deservedly so. He's their franchise player up there in Toronto. But I was shocked, man. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to hate on the deal because if somebody threw $115 million at me, I'm signing it immediately. So for Jalen, it's definitely a win, and for the Celtics, they feel like it's a win also.
3: Now, do you do you think that they had to they had to make this deal happen before he had his quote unquote breakout season? Because you know, a lot of people were saying there's no chance he's going to be able to get a deal done before the start of the year. Do you think they were just worried that they may lose him at the end of the year because somebody out there would pay him the max?
2: Yeah, I, I think it's the last thing you said because you know. Danny Ainge doesn't do this, right? He doesn't do these Mm -hmm. rookie extension deals. You know, he never does this. And so that's what's shocking to me. Uh, But when you look at the landscape of free agency next year, this upcoming summer, there's not going to be a lot of talent out there. And there'll be some teams with money to spend. And you can see, you know, a a team like an Orlando or whoever that has some cap space throwing major money at a guy like Jalen Brown. So I think in the Celtics' minds, they felt like, you know what? If somebody throws him that $130 million offer or whatever their max they, they can offer him, you know, we'd have to match it and pay it anyway. And so uh, to me, this just shows that they value uh, Jalen Brown and feel like, you know what? He's one of their big three or one of their superstar level players, one of their core players that they're going to build around. And uh, when it's time to win the championship, uh, he's going to be a part of that.
3: So what does this mean for Tatum? Tatum's got to be the the happiest guy on the planet right now.
2: (laughs) No doubt. I mean, somebody texted me, just a friend of mine. He's like, they should have kept this money and used it for Tatum. I'm like, dude, Tatum's gonna get his. Yeah, 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 that's not gonna be enough. (laughs)
0: Come on, on, it won't
2: even be a question, right? And so (laughs) next year. We'll be in the same situation, and I guarantee you Tatum will get the full max offer. It won't even be one hundred fifteen. Yeah. It'll be whatever the full max is for next season. Tatum will get it. And so he's looking at it like, Man, I'm definitely gonna get paid next year, and deservedly so. And and now you gotta think, you know, once Tatum signs his extension, you, you got your three head core of Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Kimball Walker locked up for the next few years.
0: Yep. Yeah.
4: I mean, I, I feel like one doesn't go with the other in terms of like, Oh, you gave Jalen now all this money and now you can't pay Tatum. No, these, these two guys, since the moment they got drafted by the Celtics are, you know, your, your, your future guy. So they weren't in any part of conversations of, of trades for like Anthony Davis, for example, or even Kawhi Leonard a couple of years back. So you, you kind of had to pay Jalen Brown, right? Oh, definitely. So now in your opinion, Drapes, Does this affect Gordon Hayward in any in any aspect in terms of him rearing up after this season or or, or even the season after that? Because he does have one more year as the player option. So what do you think? How how does that how does that play out this year? and going? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think it does affect Gordon Hayward's future uh, in Boston. Maybe not next season, because if you're Hayward, you could just opt in. Right. Yeah. Um, You know, and, and get your 30 plus million dollars and you'll still be here. Uh, but let's say he does do that and then the following year he becomes a free agent. And so I, I don't think the Celtics, you know, I don't know if you can have four guys making 28 plus million per year. Um, and so, uh, you know, it'll be interesting. I, I think, you know, more importantly for Gordon Hayward isn't Jalen's contract and how it impacts him. It's how his play on the court is this year. Because think about it. If you're Gordon Hayward and you go out there and have a Utah kind of season, I think you're talking about an all-star level player that can opt out and get big money elsewhere and get, you know, uh, a four-year deal elsewhere, you know, at 140 or whatever that number is. And so if I'm Gordon Hayward, I'm not worried about the money being handed out uh, by Danny Ainge and the Celtics. I'm worried about this upcoming season and what it can mean financially, uh, you know, for me and my family. I mean, think about it. if Gordon Hayward has that kind of year. He's going to opt out I would say and get a max offer from somebody if he has another subpar year then he opts in and takes his 30 million dollars and, and, and tries it again next year
4: okay so you know sticking sticking with Gordon Haywood here how do you think it's going to play out in terms of I don't, I don't know if you want to call it hype but I guess the the reports about how he's had a great summer and he stuck around Boston and he was working out with the the coaches and he was pretty much living at the back Center what kind of season do you think he's going to have in your opinion I think
2: You know, I think he's going to have a good season, but I worry about him having a great season, and this has nothing to do with him and, you know, his health or anything like that. You guys know, where does Gordon Hayward fit in on the pecking order when it comes to the Celtics? To me, it's sort of an equal opportunity offense, and so I don't think he'll have, you know, the opportunity to average a 25 points per game. I'd be happy with 19, 20 points per game uh, for Gordon Hayward, and I think that's doable. You know, I think they'll have three guys uh, in that nineteen to twenty-two range, including Kimball Walker and Jason Tatum. and Gordon Hayward, Jalen Brown will be right there as well. I say around sixteen or seventeen, but I think Gordon Hayward is the key to all of this this season. Yeah, you we. Know, yeah, I agree. It, it's like we know what we're going to get from Tatum. I expect Tatum to be great. Kemba's going to be great. Jalen's going to do his thing smart. But Gordon Hayward is the biggest unknown, right? I mean, if he he comes in and and plays great, uh, like he did in Utah as a facilitator, can score, can rebound, defend, give you that all-around game, you know, I got the ceiling high for the Celtics. If not, you know what? It might be an early playoff exit.
3: Yeah, man. It seems seems like he's almost like the key to the Eastern Conference. You know what I mean? Like if he – and I don't think it's even scoring with him. Like you said, it's everything else. If he can – Average about six to seven rebounds, six to seven assists and score 12 to 15 points a game. Well you have three other guys that are in the twenties, like you, you you'll be all right. You'll right. be all right. You
1: know? That's true. Well what does Brad Stevens fit in all these drapes in, in your opinion? I mean how much <laughs> how much how much pressure is on Brad now? Because let's let's face that the last season and the and the mess that happened and the shortcomings and all that drama that went down last year. I feel like Brad took a whole lot of that, not from the public, but he put it on himself. He said, Look, this was my fault, it didn't work out, and he put that on himself. So now, you know, things are much different. Uh he's the expectations aren't nearly as high compared to what we saw last year. And I feel like the pressure is a little little Bit on Brad more than it was last year. How do you feel that's going to translate for Brad Stevens in, in terms of, of bringing this team together and him having another go at it after what he went through last year?
2: Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I think there is some pressure on Brad Stevens, and I don't envy the, the task that he has at hand, guys. Think about it. This is a winning heavy team, you know, and so there's only one basketball, and there's only so many more uh, minutes, and so uh he's going to have to juggle the lineup. What's he going to do? Uh, in the power forward and center's position as well. And so, if you have another subpar year, you know, there were some fans already calling for Brad to be fired, which is crazy to yeah, me. I remember yeah, no, those people on yeah, yeah. People were blaming Brad, and I'm like, this is crazy. But now. Did you not watch I number mean, 11?
3: Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so, uh, it, I think the pressure is on Brad, but to me, this is the kind of team uh, that Brad likes to coach uh sort of an underdog not counted kind of, kind of team a, a superstar in Kemba Walker that's humble seems to be coachable from everything we know and so uh I, I expect Brad to be fine this season uh I, I know how much last year pained him and the struggles the team had and kept him up at night and, and so I'm expecting a bounce back year from him too
3: yeah man this is the, the year of bounce back And plus he's got hit those are his guys like, he brought up Jalen, he brought up Tatum, Gordon's his dude, and Kemba just feels like, you know, he'll fit in perfect. So he's right? not getting
1: fired anytime soon. Okay, good. Yeah, that's uh, good he, he'll be, he'll be all right. He'll
3: be all right. Trust <laughs> yeah, me, yeah, I won't yeah, let yeah, it happen. Yeah, yeah. I won't let it happen. You're ahead here first, first guys. <laughs> I've always been a Brad guy. Stevens, not getting fired. I always I've always Listen, been a Brad guy. I want to see him succeed. Every bit of success that's going to happen this season is going to be because of Brad. I guarantee that. Okay. All right. Let's turn the page real quick, and let's talk about the opponent in the first game. We sort of dabbled in it a little bit. I know that they're very high in Philly on this team. Now, yes, they brought in Horford. They have Embiid. They have Simmons. They have two all-stars. Say what you want about Tobias Harris. My question to you, Draper. This is my burning question. How the hell is this team going to score more than 100 points on any given night?
2: <laughs> what are you trying to do? Come on, man. This, this team, I, I, I think— And I'm high on the Sixers. I'm more high on the Sixers than I am, let's say, Milwaukee. You know, I think the Sixers will finish uh, number one in the East because when you look at it, first of all, Tobias Harris averaged 18 points per game with the Sixers last season. And that's with Jimmy Butler. So he was the third option. And so I think, you know, Embiid's going to have a better year than he had last year. He's going to be a top five MVP kind of guy. I think, you know, Al opens up the floor even more. He could shoot the three. Uh, to me, the the under, you know, talked about acquisition was Josh Richardson. You know, uh, I think this kid, you know, this is the perfect fit for him. He doesn't have to be the man like they tried to force him down there in Miami. As long as he hits his open threes, I, I think he's a 12 to 15 point per game scorer. And so you could argue they have the best starting lineup or maybe one of the best starting lineups in the league. And so... Uh, you know, their bench uh is a little thin, no doubt about it. Uh, you know, I like the Thibel kid, uh the young rookie. I, I think they're high on him. But uh this Sixers team, man, this uh I, I think you know what, getting rid of Jimmy Butler, letting him go to Miami, uh will actually help them out in terms of really? chemistry and it's gonna help it's gonna help Ben Simmons more than anybody. Yeah, you know, back in Ben Simmons uh head and so if he can shoot a fifteen, seventeen footer every now and then uh, I think they'll be all right.
3: Yeah, but I'll get barked at by Butler when he misses it.
2: <laughs> Seriously. <dude. laughs> exactly. Maybe, exactly. Maybe. I, I think, you know, it's sort of similar to like, uh, you know, the Celtics last year. And I know the Sixers came within one win away from going, uh, you know, to the Eastern Conference Finals. But, you know, even in wins, the Celtics say they weren't happy last year. I could imagine with the Sixers, you know, there were a lot of, a lot of stuff behind the scenes. And I think now guys are – able to be free, be themselves. And I'm talking about Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris. And Bede's always going to be himself. We know that. But those two guys, I think this should be uh, you know, a better year for each of those guys.
3: So you're, you're convinced that Embiid can be the best player on a NBA finalist or Eastern conference finals team.
2: Oh, no doubt about it. Okay. You know, I, I mean, think about it. You, you, Giannis as great as Giannis is, there are some limitations to his game. I mean, you know, he's not a shooter. And B can hit the outside shot. I feel like if B sort of was stifled a little bit because of Simmons, because of, but like, he didn't have a whole lot of room to operate, which is crazy to think about it when you had J.J. Reddick out there and you had some shooters. I really think playing alongside Al Horford is going to help them out. And let's not forget who was the uh, Sixers' backup center last year? I mean, they were carting out Greg Monroe in the playoffs or <laughs> Boban <laughs> in Boban. the playoffs. Now you can slide Al Horford to that five spot, move Tobias to the four, and go with the smaller lineup with Embiid on the bench. And so I think they got a little more versatility, uh, the Sixers do this year.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, Theo Ratliff still scrolling around on the bench down there? I feel like he lived there.
0: <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs>
4: well, uh, now that you brought up Al Horford, we had Al Horford's sister, Anna Horford, a couple months ago, uh, like a few weeks after, you know, the it was announced that, you know, Al had, had signed with the with the Sixers and she was pretty tight lipped on, you know, on any conversation they might have had on, on why he decided to go to Philly. In your opinion, Drapes, why do you think Al Hofer went to Philly? And and do you think, I mean, so far you're saying that it's, it's going to be a good season for them this season. But going forward, is it going to be a good three, four years for, for Al beyond this season? Yeah.
0: Well,
2: it's going to be great for Al because he got paid, right? Well, I mean,
1: I mean yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, Outside of that.
2: Right, that got, uh, he's smiling to the bank every two weeks. I'm not turning that he down. Exactly. No, nah, but uh, I, I think, you know, the money was a factor. And the chance, you know, uh, the landscape of the Eastern Conference. I, I think he really felt going to Philly would give him the best chance at getting to the NBA Finals. And so uh, adding the money. The uncertainty with Kyrie, and even he said it, you know, if Kyrie came back, uh, he don't think it would have worked out with the current roster. And so, uh, you know, trying to figure that all out and then you get a Philly, uh, you know, where he doesn't have to play to five much. He gets to play alongside an all-star center. And I think that's something he wanted also. And so, uh, you know. Two or three years down the line, will it work? I don't know. Al it's gonna be what, thirty seven, I think it is in that fourth yeah. year. I mean, I just still don't see him a starting caliber uh power forward at that time. But, you know, Philly's in that win mo uh win now mode. And so I, I think they wanted to roll the dice and you know, it- i I think Al does fit in perfectly with him though, man. I mean, you know, he's a facilitator, he can pass the ball, he can stretch the floor, he can uh defend and so uh yeah, I'm expecting big things from Al. You know, the numbers may not be what everybody wants to see. You know, he'll still be around his 13, 14 points, but uh, I think he'll fit in well with them.
4: Well, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure you saw the report or the interview that Steve Willpette had with, with Horford, and he said that had he known about Kemba Pryor, maybe things would have been different. How much do you, do you really truly believe that?
2: I think so. I, I think I, I would imagine, you know, one thing we've heard, or haven't heard, is you never hear anything bad about Kemba, any anything negative. People always rave about him. And I think, you know what, uh, if the Celtics somehow would have made it work, uh, Al would have come back. Uh, I don't think, you know, Al's problem was necessarily Tatum or Brown. I think it was the whole collective, just that fit with Kyrie. And so you replace Kyrie with a Kemba Walker, and I think Al would have uh, looked at the landscape and said, you know what, if I stay here the Celtics have a chance at getting to the finals. And so, uh, but that was going to be impossible to do, right? I mean, Brooklyn wanted, you know, not only, you know, the sign a trade to get Kyrie, but the Celtics would have to have probably thrown in a first round pick. Mm-hmm. And if you're the Celtics, you know, if Kyrie's leaving anyway, you, you don't want to do that. You aren't sure about Al Horford in uh, his situation. And so, uh, you know, it, it sucks, but I do believe, if he could have somehow made it work, he, he would have liked to have played with Kemba. But you know what? That's why they got a salary cap, fellas. That's why they got cap rules. You know what I mean? And so, it, you know, I'm sure he would have liked to play with Kevin Durant also. And, you know, so it, it's just the way it is. All
1: right, Kyle. How does, this, uh, how does this end? How does the regular season end for the Celtics? Where are where they, where, where they going to rank here in the Eastern Conference? I mean, uh, obviously it's Milwaukee, this Philly. You, you think they're going to get that third spot?
2: Yeah, pure? I think so. I, I got Sixers and Milwaukee – i got Milwaukee second. I'm not a huge fan of their moves. Uh, You know, to me, losing Brogdon was huge. Uh, You know, they they lost some shooting as well. I know they added Wesley Matthews uh, as on the downside of his career. And so I got the Celtics at like 50 wins. And I got them, if Gordon Hayward is all-star level or close to it, Gordon Hayward. I got the Celtics uh, and Sixers in the Eastern Conference Finals.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, then yeah. it'll
1: definitely be a rivalry. It sounds
3: that. about right, man. I mean, it sounds hey, about right.
1: I, I can see that happening.
3: I mean, the only thing about Milwaukee, all they did was bank on the Greek Freak getting better. Like that's that's basically what right. they did. That was their no, wait, offseason wait. move. Wait,
4: wait, don't forget the Lopez twins have been reunited, yo. <laughs> <They've> <laughs> been I told
3: reunited. you we're not <laughs> <laughs> talking about them on a the podcast no more, man. Hey, man.
1: Old Depot. I mean, he has a big say in this, but I, aside from that, depending on how Old Depot does this year, I, I can yeah, I'll put some a lock at third, but
2: I don't. Know. Yeah, Let's yeah, yeah. Old Depot. How he bounced back. Yeah, that's going to be key. Because right. the Pacers. And don't sleep on your Kyrie and the Brooklyn oh. Nets. Bro. Oh. Oh. Don't oh. get, get out on of Kyrie it. and the Nets, man. Yeah. If Kyrie somehow. I want to give you tune, I- I would have yeah, gave I'm you props. They're a bunch of scrappers down there. Hey, that's yeah. Karis
3: Levert's team. Don't get it twisted, nah, man. I would have gave, it, it hey, I exa- gave you props Kyrie on the If I to be Karis Levert's team, they'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. As <laughs> long as Kyrie just plays second fiddle to Levert, nah, I'll I'll
1: root for the Nets all day. <laughs> Kyle Draper, exactly. of NBC Sports Boston. You follow him on Twitter if you don't already. I don't know what, what's wrong with you, but <laughs> at Kyle Draper <laughs> TV on Twitter. That is at Kyle Draper TV on Twitter. But Kyle, before I let you go, real quick. Uh, I got to tell the story. I don't know if I told you guys. I I think I told you well, but man. Story time. Over the summer, I wanted to go catch uh, a Wu-Tang show. I'm walking in there and I'm Uh, I'm like, I'm pretty much like 98% sure. I'm the only Celtics beat writer in the building. And all of a sudden, Kyle Draper comes up to me and says, what up? That's when I find out that Kyle's a real one. Because not only was Kyle in the the building, but me and Kyle were like sharing lyrics back and forth. We're rocking out. I'm like, Kyle, you're a big Wu-Tang fan. if you're not, If you are in the building. And you can also recite a bunch of lyrics from a various songs from a Wu Tang set. You're legit in my book. So that, that was that was a fun surprise, man. Yes, seeing sir. you there.
2: Hey man, Wu Tang so much- forever, right? Wu Tang exactly, forever, dude.
1: Exactly, man. That that's my that's my group, man. I'll forever go to Wu Tang show. Always fun. Uh too funny. Too funny. <laughs> All right, Kyle. Appreciate you as always, man. Thank you for checking in.
2: All right, fellas. Thanks for having. Me. Later.
1: This episode of the Causeway Street Podcast is powered by BetOnline.ag. The football season is in full swing. Get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, BetOnline.ag. That's right. That's BetOnline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional ball. That's right. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser straight bet, parlay or or tease your way through the season. You can bet on wild prop bets. Such as who will be the first head coach to get canned. And will the Miami Dolphins actually win a football game? That's right. You can That's actually happening. win money on this stuff. Guys, you don't want to miss out on this. Get the fastest 2 market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, BetOnline.ag. Head over to BetOnline.ag. Make sure you use the promo code CLNS50. That's CLNS50. Head over to the website, BetOnline.ag today, or you can use your mobile device to join and use the promo code CLNS50. That'll get you a 50% welcome bonus. That's CLNS50, BetOnline.ag. That is BetOnline.ag, your online sports book experts. All right, let's preview this uh, Eastern Conference, guys. Woo, let's, let, let's go, wait for this. Top five teams in the Eastern Conference. Let's, yes. go, let's go through it right now. Yes. Yeah, I'm,
3: just, I'm
4: disappointed with Drapes, though, but anyways.
3: Why? <laughs> what? what did Drapes do to
4: you? Fucking talk about Brooklyn, bro?
1: Uh, Brooklyn? I mean, it's not the first time I've heard it. Number four, bro? It's not the first time I've heard it. Uh, I think people think that Kyrie will put that team over the top, and I don't blame them. I don't think it's crazy to think that. I just think when you look at what the team is and all the young pieces and how they're going to grow between now and, and last year, or people are expecting them to grow, it's possible. I just don't think, I don't think it's going to happen. I just think
3: I Kyrie's think, taking a year off, man. This is him. This is his I recovery think, yeah. Oh,
1: you're doing that again right now? Just like Kawhi took a year off last year, uh, no, that's well, your new guy. Or well, Bron Bron last year. Last year <laughs> yeah, right. well.
4: everyone, everyone just takes years off. You know, no, I'm thinking. Did LeBron well, 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 not well, take a year off? Well, Durant's going to take a year Did off. We know that, but off? I feel like, <laughs> I feel like people think that he's going to come back like mid-season, like not missing a beat. Like this is a fucking Achilles tear. It's not.
3: He's he, not coming back this year. Not coming back this year at all. At all. Not even playoffs. They're going be the number one seed. He's not coming back. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, though? Brooklyn, if Brooklyn brings them back into the number one seed, they'd be the dumbest people in the
1: world. Yeah, but you know what, though? You know what no one brings up when it comes to the Brooklyn Nets and the kind of summer they had? The Heat? DeAndre, jo- DeAndre oh, Jordan. DeAndre Jordan.
3: Jordan. <laughs> he said the Heat. What the fuck has to do with it? He said game? summer. You know? The kind of summer Brooklyn
1: had. I thought you were talking about like... You this, made you me I was like, wait,
4: what? <laughs> I thought you meant
1: the team. Like the Heat. You, I'm you
3: like, think DeAndre Jordan's going to do do it Dude, come on.
1: What do you mean? Come on, all defensive, Jordan? and DeAndre Jordan's gonna help you out. And you already had, you already have, I should say, uh, defensive pieces that are still growing.
3: I, I, I don't. I think DeAndre Jordan's a little bit over the hill for the a center position. You got to be able in a to, weak
1: uh, Eastern Conference, though.
3: But you got to be able to to be uh. a center, to be an aging center in the league. You got to be able to shoot the three. Look what Brook Lopez has done. It doesn't matter uh, though with uh, him. With him, you Brooke just
4: put that's Lopez. never going to you happen. You just throw him a lob, and he's yeah. going to
3: get you, you know, 11, okay,
4: 13, 14 rebounds. Can
0: still have that's that it. Athleticism, man. That's
3: I like that's saying.
1: like saying yeah, Rudy Gobert. When are you going to start making threes, bro? Like, like, I like that's not who he is. Like, he
3: will eventually turn into that, man.
1: You think I, that? I know so. You really think that? Yeah, I don't know. I, know so. I just think some guys are setting Jordan's their ways. Jordan's
3: like the last guy of like the old school way of doing it with sort of like newer school, like no post moves, just all.
1: But, you know, and athletic. And I like Jared Allen, too. That's the, the the guy I think can can learn from someone like DeAndre Jordan.
3: Yeah, I think I think Dwight Howard will have a, probably a better season than DeAndre Jordan.
1: I love how I'm sticking up for this team, but I, still I, know, did, I don't, right? I don't think they'll be top five. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Karis LeVert don't is think the they'll best be top player five. on that team. But they'll be a, good, they'll be a fun team to watch. Joe, who yeah. do you got for your top five?
4: Um, I mean, obviously outside, we've been seeing this for, for months. Uh, outside of uh, Milwaukee, the Sixers, and the Celtics, those are those are my three right there. Um, I know Drape said that he's, he feels like the Six are going to be better than, than Milwaukee. And the regular season, I, I disagree. I feel like Milwaukee's still going to get that number one seed. You know, they, they've had that core for a little while. And, um, I don't, I think the Six are there. I feel like they, they don't think getting number one seed is as, as important as just getting like chemistry going. And once they get to the playoffs, then it's a whole different ballgame. But after the Celtics, I actually have the Raptors at number four. Bro! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought Drake was going to say before we were all like collectively we were like ah and he brought up Brooklyn after the Celtics The Raptors?
3: The Raptors. You a Siakam guy, bro? Look. You love Siakam.
4: I'll tell you this. No, you love Siakam. Right. No, me and Sway had this conversation about uh Depot. He was doing uh he was doing Sway was doing a draft and he you know he got olodipo in like the 7th round. I was like I don't know if olodipo's Depot's going to come back right away cuz he just got cleared to play 5 on 5 ball. I thought he was more further along in his Willabilitation. Hey I, man, still a good pick, all right? All right, no, I'm not saying the pick was bad. I'm just <laughs> saying that it got me thinking about the Pacers overall, and I think the Raptors—they're healthy. They just fucking won the championship. I know Kawhi's gone, but they've been together for a few years. They um, re-upped Siakam and Lowry got another year extension. So that's 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 not in his back of his mind. Like damn, are they gonna trade me? Are they gonna what are they gonna do? Whatever. So I feel like the Raptors. Have a great shot to. I'm not saying like go all the way to the to the to the Eastern Conference Finals or or even into the finals, but they'll they're going to be the most slept on team in the East this year. They're
3: slept on because they suck, Joel. They
4: don't suck though.
3: They do. They don't
4: suck because they won they won nearly sixty games last year with Kawhi missing like
3: thirty of them. You have them (laughs) in the four seed. I I would see if you were trying to make like a shocking statement to be like, hey, they're going to make the playoffs. Well, look at the look, look, but look at the
4: rest of the East though, because. I I'd I have the Pacers.
3: Forty win team at best. They're ceiling no, is
4: the forty. Team. Okay, well that still probably might be good yeah, enough to make the. Yeah, that's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> like forty the Southers, and the Southers, forty. My man, my 40. man. The Celtics are barely going to win fifty games this year. I'm sorry, to, I'm sorry to burst that but bubble for you. That's
3: their ceiling. Like and that uh, four, if you're if you're getting around five hundred, you're on usually the eighth spot.
4: Well, I feel like those first three teams Some are going to be separate themselves way yeah, above, yeah. like the fourth, fifth, and uh, yeah, yeah. and below. So. It's not. It's not out of. It's not out of the question that the Raptors can't get the fourth seed. And plus, Oladipo. Is, we don't know how. We don't know how long Oladipo going to be out. The Pacers are probably a better. Uh, a better. They have a better roster right now, even without Oladipo, than the fucking than, than the Nets. My man.
3: The Nets will be like a sixth seed at best. So, who's okay? I've been shitting on the 76ers about scoring in offense. You're gonna rely. Who, who,
4: who, who, who do you, who do you, who do you have? The fucking the Heat. That's uh, that he's going to be the best team this year for you.
3: Well, He'd damn well be better than the, the Raptors. Negative. That's true. Negative. Best player on all of those teams is Jimmy Butler. Uh, all
1: right. <laughs> you always mention the best player on every team. <laughs> team USA, best player on the team, Jason Tatum.
3: Yeah, man. That's a fucking. That's how basketball works. You can't win <laughs> without the best player. Fucking would already
4: he is. he already fucking are in turmoil. Got people. Yeah, but I love how you mentioned like, already. Like, like we
1: don't know. He's like the clear cut. Fair. Like this is not up for debate. No, I'm just, I just get, I just don't I just don't. Get Team USA you, is up for debate. I just that don't one get how like,
3: you can look at fucking you can look at the Raptors last year and literally. They have this
1: literally the same
4: fucking
3: team. Kawhi had to do everything. No, for that in, the team, in the playoffs. I'm talk, yes. we're talking about regular season. I don't
4: give a fuck about the playoffs. I'm talking about regular season. He
3: still had to play at a at a He borderline missed damn near
4: thirty games last year, bro, and they were still they were still flirting with sixty wins.
3: Yeah, because okay, so if if you're 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 sold then on Kyle Lowry in the last year of his contract. No,
4: he just re upped. Got another year, so he doesn't have to worry about that. Okay. They added one year.
3: So yeah, okay, great. You're, you're worried about Kyle Lowry, who, like, really, you, he can't you, you got
4: You got nothing. You got nothing. Kyle, no. You got nothing.
3: How do I not have nothing? You got I'm trying nothing to think of you're, something you're, you're, positive to you're, say you're, about Kyle Lowry.
4: You're trying. No, you're, you're trying Kyle to Lowry shit on Kyle Lowry can't put them
3: in the playoff. Kyle Lowry can't carry them in a regular season. It's so not he going to get wins It's, not, about Kyle, it's you, not
4: just about Kyle Lowry. You there's have, no one else on the fucking Seattle. team. The, okay.
3: Siakam. So, Siakam's so, going to average so, what? Kawhi, so
4: listen, listen. Like. So Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi, Kawhi, so Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. He did. He did everything. He scored. He scored 115 points by himself.
3: Take Kawhi off that team last year. How do they do?
4: They still. They still part. make the conference finals. That's
0: a joke.
3: They still wouldn't make the, conference finals. Mm, still the conference finals. They would have. They, no, they wouldn't have made the Eastern conference finals. You don't think you, they want
4: to make? you think they want to make the Eastern Conference Finals?
3: Absolutely not, bro. You're thinking of the team when they had DeRozan on it. They don't have anybody that can. They're they're basically replacing DeRozan with Kawhi, and a Kawhi with Siakam. Where their team was built because it had depth. When you're relying okay. on a depth guy, okay. So, now to be the so, star, uh, so Aboka. So
4: is a scrub. In your Abaca opinion,
3: will get traded. They're gonna they're gonna suck. So that all those pieces that you're relying on, those veterans that they geared up for a run. They're gonna rebuild around Siakam. Gasol's gonna get traded. You're crazy. Abaka's gonna get You're traded.
4: Crazy. You're crazy.
3: Lowry probably will get traded. He's not gonna get traded. That's Maybe Lowry, because I don't think anyone 70. will actually take Lowry in a trade for that contract. But I'm just saying, the Raptors have zero chance of even sniffing. they had. I, I'll give them the eighth seed if they, had if the they have, same, have a good season.
4: They'll make the eighth. They've seed. They've had the same core, and even and even without fucking Kawhi, the last three years they've no, they been they've had been, had been the number one. They have the same
3: core. Lowry plus DeRozan or Lowry plus Kawhi. Okay, so they've had they've had they've had role players that haven't grown out of there. So what is Dwight Dwight? Uh, not Dwight Powell. Who's that dude Powell on that team? Uh, he's supposed to all of a sudden he's going to be pay, playing meaningful minutes.
4: So so Marcus Hall is a, is a scrub. You you you've Marcus been, you've been, you've been Saul, talking about
3: you've been talking about the something going on to get him for years. Marcus Hall is like seventy five years old, bro. Still effective. <laughs> okay, all right. Still Over effective. the course of a regular season, he's still effective. effective. No, those Raptors, the, I, I don't. I'm, I'm sorry. I, mean, I, I didn't know you were going to take it so personal. The <laughs> You're the one have, taking it personal. I'm not taking it personal. The Raptors have no chance.
0: No right. chance. I don't no have, chance.
1: All right, who you got in your top five, Sean?
4: Well, I didn't say my fifth one. But.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Four. you have them that high. I thought they were fifth. My bad. All right, who's fifth? See what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> who's fifth?
4: I got uh Indiana. Even if Old Depot doesn't come back for a while, Indiana still. I think a better squad than Brooklyn, the fucking Heat, and and Orlando.
1: If you're a Pacers fan, you gotta be a little concerned, man. I don't know. I just feel like they're being very vague with his diagnosis. Like, they're, they're saying, like, oh, yeah, he's just doing five on five contact, and then there's, there's no timetable set. and goes so to start, so so start with his pick now. Yeah, <laughs> a little no, bit. Hey, I, I think <laughs> the Pacers. I just put him in the IR slot. I'm like, how long are you gonna be in that IR slot? I think because the Pacers, Pacers are a, gonna be fine. They're gonna fly around you.
3: Oladipo. I mean, you bring a guy on like Brogdon, right? Nah,
1: man, I don't think they'll be that fine. It'll, 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 <laughs> the thing about the Pacers, in my opinion... Brogdon, Brogdon was good in the Bucks system.
4: I don't know how no, he's gonna, No, you no, know not even saying?
1: that. The thing about the Pacers Fine. is that Oladipo just gave them that closer. Yeah, they that, don't have which, it. Which they didn't have. Brogdon is equivalent to like Marcus Smart for a team. And maybe he takes it up a notch for the <sighs> Pacers. Maybe it's a newer, a newer role and an increased role that he's not accustomed to. But without Oladipo, I mean, that team... They could still be a playoff team, don't get me wrong, but... I mean, Miles Turner is, is solid, but he's the not bonus. a guy that's gonna close out a game for you. So no. Bowen just got a, uh, an extension, contract extension. He can make a stride. Yeah, Old Depot's big.
3: Yeah. Old Depot will be big, man, but I mean if Brogdon could, you know, see a significant role. I think you, the goal for the Pacers is to make it like sort of built around Brogdon until old Depot comes back and then allow Old Depot to have a little bit of a you know, slower, you know, taking on everything when yeah. he comes back. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think, okay, my top four, can I tell my top five? Are we
4: doing, we're not, we're not doing sleepers or?
3: We'll go sleepers in a minute, right? right, Okay, okay. Bucks, Sixers, Celtics, Heat. Ooh. Pacers.
4: Why are you obsessed with Jimmy Butler, bro? You want to talk about cancer? This dude is, is, is a problem, He's not,
3: though. He's not. He is, bro. Also, it's not
4: all about Jimmy
3: Butler, man. That team is going to be. Are you, are you, are you a hero guy? I am, I am turning into a hero guy. Watching him in the preseason, I hate his attitude, and I pretty much hate everything about him. I probably hate him, but I think he'll be good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think I think he'll be a good player. I remember how
1: worried you were that the Suns going to draft him. They're like, they better not fucking. Draft
3: yeah, just because I, I just hate his attitude and like just him. Like, I don't like him, but he's a good player. And if he can shoot, hey, you now enter. You now have a start like that. That lineup then turns into like a pretty good two way team that can defend and score. And then you add in whoever else, you know, they're probably going to be in the trade market. They have a lot of expiring deals. Like, they're they're going to be okay. They have, like, eight players getting paid over $18 million. That, okay. that team is awful. A lot up. of expiring deals. Yo, Yo, but a lot of expiring deals that they could <laughs> yeah. deal the, at the deadline. They could,
1: they could really turn that off. I'm telling you, way. if
3: you have – Dragic is still there, right? Yeah. All right, so, so, all right, Dragic, so Butler. So of- Hold on. Dragic, Butler, Justice Winslow, Bam Adebayo, who I'm big on. So you're
4: banking on them being a 4th C because you think they might make deals. That's what you're saying.
3: No, I think what they have between Goran Dragic and Jimmy Butler and the surrounding pieces that, you know, I think, well, Justice Winslow could be one of those guys that sort of is like, you know,
1: making his his name. Someone worth uh, trading six draft picks for?
3: Definitely not. (laughs) Definitely not Danny Ainge high. But he's shown his (laughs) worth, right? I'm just saying, like, Jimmy Butler is going to be able to close games. They have a closer. They have a point guard. They have a center. They have role players. It's like the East isn't that great. I'm yeah, not saying they're going to no. be a contender. I'm just saying like if you're looking for a well, it's team, the same thing I'm
4: saying about the Raptors. You're yeah, but that's a joke, a man. How is that a joke? <laughs> <bro>? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a they're a, a deeper joke. team than the <laughs> no. fucking than, than, than the Heat. You I, just name me all these guys that could, that could potentially, uh, besides being overpaid, you're like, oh well, they, they could just move them all. They're not going to move
1: them all. Yeah, it's but better. out of the two teams, though, Jimmy Butler's the best player. If you were to compare, well, well that's why you always best well, player. But that's
4: but that's fine though. But it doesn't mean. And is probably
3: the second best player. Deeper which doesn't mean it's a deeper team. That's right. Deeper teams have have. Super teams is good have for the shown, season, though. Yeah, exactly. Not the regular season. Okay. That's why they have no chance.
1: All right, well, the reason I have the Miami Heat at number five, believe it or not, is Jeez, because I think this team used to just disrupt their opponents night in and night out. Like, there were so many games where you didn't think they were going to win, and they would pull out. You know, at the last minute, they, were, they would come out with a huge comeback. But, hey. Yeah, I said pull out. That's right.
0: <laughs> at the last minute. Thank God. That was a close one. Including the
1: Celtics. This team would destroy the Celtics at some, in some points in some games in, in, in Miami. When, when Marcus Morris, uh, shoved Jalen Brown, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like this team needed someone like Jimmy Butler to put them over the top. And when I say over the top, I don't think they're going to be a top three team, but I see them in the, as a fifth seed, you know, drag is just healthy. Dragos missed a lot of games last season. You got guys who really know their roles. You got, um, James Johnson, who I'm, who I'm a fan of, you know, um, you look at someone like Bam. You know what I mean? Like, I just think these guys know their role. And then not only do you have someone like Jimmy Butler, because everyone talks about his offense, but let's not forget their defense gets better when you have one of the best two way players in the NBA. Also, I think I think Butler's Joel, up there. He's one of the best two way players.
3: Joel just hates Bam Adebayo. No, you do. No, I love him. Well, I don't hate him. Why would I hate him? Yeah, you, you were
1: raving, you were ranting and raving about him the same day, and team team then USA. he got cut. <laughs> he got cut yeah. from Team USA. You were so excited. I was like, he I was like, just got cut, bro. And <laughs> you were you were smiling when you said it. No, I was smiling
4: because you were. You were you were nutting all over him, and then he was like, uh, he just got slashed. Right.
3: So I will I will say this to to Joel's defense on his Raptors pick after the top three, literally anything could fuck. That's what I'm saying. Right. You know it's going to be such a but I just such a separate like so... the Celtics. They'll be so
4: separated from the rest of like yeah, yeah, the four yeah. four through eight. Yeah. It's just that's just going to and it's going to be like a clusterfuck in the bottom, like the from six to like 10. Right. Of who's going to make that? Well, who's plus, make Also, this
1: is another two. This is an important part for this for this Miami Heat team to be a top five team. Jimmy Butler has to kind of change his ways a bit. He's got to prove that he can take it to another notch sort to speak even though we've seen him hit that when he was in Chicago We're see Chicago Jimmy Bullock, exactly I want to yeah, yep. see that in a healthy I want to see that I want to see that in and some more a little well, bit of, a little bit more I like mean, he's 30 years old now he's at a point in his career where it's just like okay you've you want to prove that you can not only lead a team with that, that this team could be successful, and you're going to be a cornerstone guy, and you're going to stick around. Like he's
4: finally in it, and I think this
1: could be that situation. Yeah, he's Seventy.
4: finally in the in the situation that this is what he always wanted. Yep. But there's no other guy that's like there's no there's no other All Star. There's no other guy Druckerch that he could an defer all-star? to. Drakich's never been All Star.
3: He's never made an All Star team.
4: No, nah, he's made one. He's definitely made one.
3: Yeah,
1: Tim like but jerked off about it in yes. the West or in here and since he's eights. been in Miami.
3: And since he's been in Miami.
0: Yeah, like
1: five people were injured or something, and he made it. Yeah, and then he got injured. Okay,
4: so five years removed from being an all star. All right, cool. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, he's not a one. He's not a one to me. He's never has been. So, he's, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a 1A at best.
3: This is the year. This is the year. I think if the, if it's the a B+ plus have guy, a successful, not if the Heat have a successful season, man, which I think they will. I think Jimmy Butler is going to be up in the talk, talk about. This is going to be his Nets of last year. Uh, every year he plays, yeah, he, he, he latches player, on to a man. team and he goes, "Watch, guys, this is going to be the guy. This is going to be the team this year
4: to watch." And yeah. this, for you, it's Miami Heat. Miami is like, my team. This like year. I, can yeah, my I, can, team. I can understand. But, I can understand. Like you know, your uh, I guess obsession with like you know, onto the Kumpo or Jimmy even Butler, or even or even Harden. But Jimmy Butler's never been that guy. Okay, though. Jim never every, been that
3: guy. Ev- and now we shit on top ten lists all the time. But Jimmy Butler is always. Always in the top ten no, he's on he's those always, lists he's always top in fifteen the, on those lists.
4: He's always on the, the, the right, right the yeah, below top, tier. Yeah. Top fifteen, top, top 20, twelve. 20, yeah, like yeah, he's never. He's no, never, he's always
3: he's never he's never above fifteen. I'm about to All pull I'm those, about to
4: pull your fucking shits from the last five years, and you're gonna have
3: Jimmy Butler probably like fifteen at best for you. All I know is Jimmy Butler this year will be turning heads in Miami. And that's why I have them at the fourth. All
1: right. Fourth, I have the Pacers. Uh old depot is obviously a big part of that. And I think it's a big reason why I drafted him in my pick. It's a big reason why I drafted him in my draft. Um, I don't know. 10 games? 15 games? Like You think he's going to come back at 15 games? He just started playing 5-on-5. Five five. Bro. What are you talking about? Talking about Oladipo? Yeah. How long do you think 15 games is? That's a month. I'm saying I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying December, Christmas, bro.
3: Yeah. yeah <laughs> what? That's 20 Christmas. games. 25. What do you mean? Yo, when <laughs> did he blew his knee. At you? That's a year injury. I know.
1: How long has it been?
3: He got he, he got injured in like, in like right before the no, right before
4: the All Star game because he yeah. got he got selected he, yeah. got, he was selected as a, a starter
1: for the All Star game. If he comes
3: back in November, that's the fastest anyone's ever blew out their knee and came back. bro. Like, yeah. That's great. That's ten months. Yeah, people had take a year. You don't you don't want him running back if you're if you're yeah. Indiana. You don't want him rushing yeah. back.
1: I mean, okay. Your fantasy let's say, team's let's fucked. Let's bro. say let's say let's <laughs> say December. <laughs> Your fantasy team's fucked. Bro. <laughs> let's say December, okay. <laughs> I think that's enough this for this team. Said, that's, still, that's still pushing it, bro. This dude said yeah. 10
3: games. He just said he'll be back in 10 games. Out of your fucking mind? Did I say 10 games?
1: You, you said, said 10. 10 no, 15. I said 15. No, you said 10. Oh, and okay. You were 10, like, oh, 10. 10 to 15. About 15. That's like a month. Yeah, he'll be back next week.
3: <laughs> he'll be back next week. Yeah, 10
1: week. games is like two, two and a half weeks. He's
3: crazy, man. All right. My point
1: is, it's not the kind of injury. My point is, he's bionic, all right? It's not the kind of injury that's gonna keep him out till March, so they're they're fine. Like I don't think it's one of those injuries where it's like a Clay Thompson situation. Yeah,
4: but if they're if they're floundering, I don't think they're gonna rush him back. Oh, if they're if they're not
3: if they're not <laughs> yeah. contending, then if they're
4: not a top five, you know, record wise in the in the you East, you don't think they have
1: enough to stay there? No, I'm not to saying. Stay that. afloat. No, I
4: mean, I think they're they're a top five even even without him or not without him the whole season, but like a good you know, if he's projected to come back when he when I think he's gonna come back, then yeah, the Pacers can can hold it down the fifth seed until like you know January. But if they're floundering. In January, if they're like you know battling for a playoff spot, they're like they're like yeah you know Victor take your time bro go make another album take your time when coming back (laughs) make another R and B album do do, you can do a stand up special yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, maybe (laughs) never know you know go to go to comedy club and um just take your time just don't don't uh, don't walk too much on that knee. No, he's gonna drop. He's a, just he's got cleared cleared for a... five
1: on five. He's like, gonna
3: drop a killer album about his comeback too. He's gonna be like, "I will go in it. the morning." It's <laughs> not <Just all> like, <laughs> <laughs> he's all jazzy about it. And shit. I got cleared for practice. Oh, it's gonna be a, <laughs> <laughs> a lovely day. <laughs> <laughs> sway, sway, sway's about to drop him right now. Sway's <laughs> yeah, so like, so like "Fuck." <laughs> We just talked about a trade his whole lineup. He's just blowing up his shit. <laughs> All right, what's your surprise team? Who's your surprise team? My surprise team to make the fucking
4: oh, playoffs. Yeah, I mean, you guys know what it
1: is Celtics, Celtics, Milwaukee, Philly. And and Philly, and Milwaukee, Perfect. there'll be like a two or three game difference between those two. It could go either way. All
3: right. and yeah, we already knew that.
1: Yeah.
0: That's what I'm saying.
4: So. Okay, so he went, he went the other way. He went from
1: five to. Five to one.
3: A little unorthodox, but we'll let it happen.
4: Well, it was
1: a good transition because you were just talking about the team that I had at number five. So Miami Heat, number yeah, five. Cool.
4: My surprise team, though, that I think is going to make the playoffs, and I'm going to go full-on Dutra for this one,
3: the Hawks. the crazy. Hawks are going to get the Why number eight. have anything to do with me at all?
4: Because you, you, you always come here. up with some, some random team that you're, you know, you jizz all over. And
3: I'm gonna do that with the Hawks this year. That's because your boy, your boy on that team, man. It's about to turn it up another notch this year. Your boy, who's your boy? Trey, Trey, Trey. Um, Trey
1: Young. So you
3: surprise team, meaning they're making the playoffs? No,
1: they're, not, they're making the playoffs. Not, not this year.
4: They'll be the eighth seed.
1: That'd be a nice story for Vince Carter. It's last season, get the because the because
4: I I feel like you know Detroit, they always fizzle out. Uh, I think I I think even Orlando's even make the playoffs this year. Orlando's they're 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 a little overhyped. <laughs>
3: All right, you know what? My surprise team is
4: New York, and the next, the next sock too. Damn, I, know, knows, I
3: know, I know. he has got to do that, man.
4: She's got to like run, run in front of me and just I'm, say. I'm, what I'm naming teams that fucking that I'm not. I think I'm yeah. not gonna. This make is the this is
3: the thing. His surprise team, one surprise team, right? You notice this trend that's happening? What? Well, give me one team. Well, this team. I Seven ran other teams. Through, I ran through teams <laughs> it's like, that I'm
4: Who
1: not, am
3: I supposed to choose for my surprise team, bro? Oh, I just said, you know, the Hawks are going to make it over these teams. They should be in there because if not, then they it's have. a bit of a surprise because if Trae you think young, about these no, young guys, young for them to, year.
1: That's, well, they'd have to make tremendous strides. We're talking about guys like Trey Young or John Collins. Kevin Herter or John Collins.
3: Uh, my surprise team to make the playoffs, I've been saying this for a while now. It's better than, better than Zach Lowe's. New York <laughs> Knicks. They're going to sneak it to that eight spot, man. I think they crazy. They they put together a little bit of uh No, nah, uh, bro.
4: Marcus Morris, bro. That's the reason why they're going to make a Hawks, bro.
3: Yeah, my Marcus, Marcus Last pick in my draft.
0: Marcus Morris? Yeah.
3: Why you got him in the last round? Last round. Wow, that's a steal, man. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> I would have taken him in over over the Depot in the 7th, bro. <laughs> I <laughs> got jerked off in the seven to take all the depot. Well, if Marcus Morris is going to play, maybe it wasn't the seven.
1: Maybe it was the so nine.
4: No, Spike's so like, wait a minute. <laughs> when did I take this dude? He's, all, he's questioning. His now numbers. he's going to make it sound better. Actually, I took him in
0: the 13th round. It no, it definitely wasn't that low. <laughs> I know that for sure. Yeah, it was the fourth <laughs> Ola round. Depot's still here, bro. Ola, he took Oladipo on the it
1: was fourth. Nowhere round. near double digits. I, I know that. No, it wasn't uh, the fourth round. Get ahead of here. Uh,
3: no, I like the Knicks because I like Julius Randle having his own time. Yeah,
4: I remember, no, I remember him bringing it up, and I was just like, you, t- you just drafted Oladipo, bro? He goes, yeah, man, seventh. He was like, how far do you think he's was? I'm like, he just
1: started... Fucking walking. And- <laughs> Yo, they're saying December or January. Okay, maybe I got the game the game count wrong, but yeah, maybe instead of ten. The to 15 regular season days is
3: ten to fifteen. Months. The regular
1: season is a ten to fifteen weeks. Freaking, yeah, yeah. regular season is a freaking blur to me. Okay, I don't know how many games it takes to get to December, but it'll be by, it'll be back by December. The latest January.
3: Your team's gonna be struggling.
1: December, right?
3: Who was drafted right after that?
1: I don't know. I'm trying to find it right now. Actually, all right, do it up.
3: All right, um,
1: it's probably like Matt Barnes or some shit.
3: New York Knicks make the playoffs. At least battle for the playoffs. They're not going to be a joke this year. I think they have enough little, little pieces that uh, in the Eastern Conference that'll do the trick. And I don't think and I, seventh round. Two. I but, also, I also <laughs> really believe in RJ Barrett a lot as rookie of the year. So yeah, I think.
1: Uh, well, he's got a great shot now to, yeah. get, to get that. All right, I got the Pistons. I don't know how much of a surprise team, quote unquote, that is, but I think they they do they pick. will make the playoffs. How's that an awful pick, Go Blake? Ahead. Blake Griffin has taken to another level ever since he's become no, a. No, you're, right, you're right.
4: You're I'm right. I'm, no one's concerned about Blake. It's the rest of the squad, like Reggie Jackson is always injured. D Rose, do I need to mention how many times D Rose has been injured in his career? A lot, a lot. <laughs> if he's a six man on this team, that's exactly what they <laughs> Andre, got him for. Right? Andre
1: Drummond hasn't developed a, a. He can't even shoot a free throw. Never mind a fucking outside shot. But just look at the defensive presence, man. I'm telling you, this team, this conference is so weak that I think they got they have plenty to make the playoffs. Yeah,
3: they make the playoffs, probably 7th seed though. Like you well, I have them at the 8th. Yeah. All right. Yeah, whatever. And so I have, have the Nets
1: at 7th. So call me crazy, but yeah. I got the Nets. Oh, yeah, I'm lower than I do. I got them at 6. I have them at the 7th.
3: Oh. Yeah. yeah. So, um we, got are we talking about we want to do Boston Celtics predictions right now. The, what do you mean? I have them at the 3rd seed, but what are do they doing in I the mean,
4: I think we all said that. Yeah. Oh, in the playoffs, I, I, if they don't run into either Milwaukee or Philly before like the first two rounds, they can make it as far as the Eastern Conference finals. I think that's their ceiling. Because I think they're going to end, end up playing either Philly or Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference finals.
3: I think in a seven game series against any of those two teams, I think the Celtics will win. I think they're going to go to the finals this year. Of course you do. I think they're a finals <laughs> team. I think they're a I'll give team. you this
4: though. He's just, he's, he's been pretty consistent with that since the moment Kyrie signed with the Nets. That he's like, oh no, the Celtics are going to go away. No matter if it was Terry Rozier leading
3: this team. I told you. Or fucking
4: Brad Wanamaker. He would have be like, yeah, no, it's something in the finals.
3: Addition by subtraction. And you know what? Okay, I, I want to say this. I, 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 I've I been thinking about it. Kemba. If the Celtics are the three team in the East, like, this could be Kemba Walker's, like, swan song of a year. You know what I mean? We could, we could see, like, UConn Kemba again. And he could be, like, I know, I, 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 no, will, I will say Tatum's going to be the best player on the team, but. I think like if Kemba comes out and starts, just puts up like twenty five points a night and just is like the the leader of this squad, like he could be like right then right up there talked about as the yeah. best point guard in well one of the best point guards in the NBA.
4: Once he if the South is making to the second round, then that will exceed everything with Kemba because Kemba's never been out of the first round.
3: Yeah, Kemba. No, I think I think that this you're, you're like there's gonna be a second level for Kemba in the playoffs with a team that can do something. Uh, Celtics to the NBA Finals lose against the Rockets. That's that's my prediction for the Celtics this year. All
1: right. Um. Yeah, I'm kind of with well, man. If they run into the Bucks or the uh, or the Sixers, I don't think they get that far. I don't think they make that, no,
3: the so no. second round. Second round, you get the Sixers. I mean, second round you get the Bucks.
1: No, if
4: everything stays the way it's supposed to stay, you know, the way the, we're the first. Yeah, it. the first three seeds, like either Milwaukee or Philly whatever they can swap whatever and the Celtics stay at number 3 that's their best shot to make it all the way to the conference final cuz they would avoid one of those two teams in the first in the first round
1: i just think in the best of 7 series those two teams just have it they, they the talent level that they have along with the experience that they have and sense of playing together and being successful they're ready to make that next jump and Two teams that have been itching to get to that to that NBA Finals. Kawhi Leonard came in the way last season. This year he's not in the picture, so I think they're gonna one of those teams is ultimately going to go through it. However, don't get me wrong, this Celtics team they're gonna learn a lot from this year, especially young guys like Tatum and, and Jalen Brown, and if Gordon Hayward is still in the mix, we'll, we'll see. Whatever. I just think this is gonna be that year. That's going to push them to the top for next year. It's going to be a learning experience for all these guys. And some people may not want to hear that. They may think that, you know, Oh, come on. We've been saying that for the last couple of years, or at least last year, maybe that was the learning experience. But I think you put them in that situation with Kemba Walker as their leader. Kemba Walker, of course, doesn't have a whole lot of playoff experience, but it's going to be very beneficial for someone like him. And he's very important for this team in terms of how far they go, in my opinion. Right, how many
4: games did the Suns win last year? 49. 49? Yeah. They'll, they'll win 52.
3: I think it'll be closer to 55. I, I think like there's going to be such a divide between the top three teams in the East and the rest of the Eastern Conference. I think you're going to be looking at three teams that are pushing 55, 60 wins. Like I could see the Bucks winning 60, the 76ers being right there, and the Celtics coming in around 55. You know what I mean? Yeah, then, last year then, the
1: Bucks won 60, Raptors won 58, and yeah, Sixers won 51.
3: Something around that, something around that. Right. But I think the Celtics will be a little bit up because of just the, the way that the Eastern Conference is built this year. There's just, like there's nothing, there's nothing below those teams that has really a chance to, yeah, to spoil a, nothing. Those three teams are they're gonna be top heavy in the, in the East, and then
1: the rest is toss up. I think the Celtics. The first 10, 15 games. I mean, they have a lot of tough teams that they're playing. They're going out west yeah. really early this that season. First, that first month, yeah. you know, they're playing the. Uh, of course, they have the Sixers. The, you know, the Raptors, the Bucks. This is all the first four or five games of the season, the and Warriors. then it gets a little, it gets a little easier. But then they have to go out west and play San Antonio, and then they have to play the, you know, the Warriors in November. Like we don't nearly so we me, don't see that all thing. the time.
3: That's a good thing because I think the Celtics, out of any team in the NBA. Are more ready to start the season on fire than any other team. You had Tatum, Smart, Brown, and Kemba all playing meaningful basketball in the off season. No, you're right. What happens in, when when teams and the, okay. the season starts earlier, so there's less time for them to progress and learn? Mm. Like I think the Plus, Celtics. There's a lot of fest going on right yeah, now. Yeah, but the would, Celtics yeah. going to start off hot and on fire. Give me the Western Conference teams now instead of an in abduldrums. I think I would, that
4: that'll be that'll be key. I would agree okay. with you more if it was just minus Kyrie and minus. Al Horford, but you lost Morris, you lost Rozier, and then you got eight rookies, and there's a lot of turnover in this team. I feel like, but
3: I think the core is ready
4: to go. I feel like I, I wish, I wish the preseason was like a couple games longer, just, just this season, for like the chemistry to be right. Mm-hmm. I know they're cool with each other. We know that, like outside you when know, in practice, you about training shit. camp. No one's worried about that. I guess I I'm talking about, bit, but... I'm talking about like the in game shit, like. You don't you don't learn much about your team if you're, you're if you're shitting on Cleveland in the preseason and, and Orlando. Yeah, it's you know full know gold. Saying? Yeah, I mean, it's full exactly. Well, that's yeah. why
3: I think though every team had to deal with that. Every team was like, shitting the, on other teams or playing the Shanghai fucking sharks or you, fucking look doing at whatever. Look the, at the Celtics were
4: going up like the, fucking the, the sharks like, make this podcast the for the Celtics, third straight the episode. The Celtics
3: core <laughs> is playing the best
4: international players and playing together. Look at, players, look players look at you know the Warriors. I mean? The Warriors last game of the preseason was against the Lakers. The Lakers didn't start anybody. They didn't play anybody. Yeah. It was all like their, like, G League. Right, like that's what affiliate. I'm saying, I, I, No, no, but listen, but the Warriors still had all their guys, all their starters. Yeah. And they, they still, they lost the game. But because and, and, like, in the fourth quarter, they're losing by, like, nearly 20 points, and Draymond Green's still playing. Yeah. Steph Curry still playing. That's because they're, they're like... I think they're legitimately concerned start, about we like start we slow. can't start off slow. Exactly. The exactly. Celtics can't start off slow. There's
3: a lot of there's a lot of teams in the NBA that we saw we see every single year high expectations start slow and then come back once they get into their rhythm. So the thing with the, the Celtics, Celtics though, have been in rhythm since July. I They're going to
4: be all right. The thing with the Celtics, though, I don't think they have as high expectations obviously like they did last year, but fans are excited to see this team. They want to see what and they want to see them start off good.
1: And if they don't, then, you know, then the pressure's on Brad. Hell yeah. All right, let's wrap this up the way we wrap up every single episode here on the Causeway Street podcast, where we take our trip around the NBA with NBA headlines and Joel's In Case You Missed It. In Case You Missed It.
3: In Case You Missed
1: It. In Case You Missed It. Joel, what do we miss? All right, in case
4: you missed it, Pelicans rookie and uh, supposed going to be the rookie of the year, right? Zion Williamson. Why you got to say like that? Expected to miss six to eight weeks. I know Sean doesn't like Zion six eight weeks after he had surgery to repair a torn right meniscus.
3: Fuck. What if I told you? <laughs> <laughs> this is the start of his 30 for 30, man. No, nah, man, don't say He's that. He's never going to be the same after this. Don't
1: say that. Well, people said the same thing about Joel Embiid, and look how that What up. if I told you? Took him like the number one years overall left. pick. Yeah, but look what <laughs> happened, though. Yeah, he took two years off, but they were patient with him. They didn't yeah, rush let, him. let Zion take two years off and see I'm how the fuck I'm not that saying goes. that's going to happen, but I'm saying we've seen – worse
0: okay.
3: i'm gonna call him
0: yeah, that's not a take to <laughs> i'm gonna call him
1: uh
3: the minute restriction that's oh, what he's gonna be his entire career why can't we root for the guy man he's no, no, to I'm, watch. I'm,
4: I, I mean the pelicans are obviously in a different situation i just think he's not i don't think you know the pelicans are gonna rush him to come back so they just it's it's whatever it's as better that it happens now it's Derek favors time baby <laughs> then i know right but it happens now yeah. and then later in the season or whatever. It's just a little,
3: like, accident-prone, man. Like, I well, don't yeah, know. Well, yeah, no kidding. Like, we
1: knew that going in, but I, I just wanted to get that like his first shoe taste exploded, of him in the you know regular I mean? season. Like I, like, I wanted to see that first 15 games, 15, 20 games, engage and, and, and him as a rookie. Now, no matter what he does after this, it's going to be like, oh, well, this guy's injury-prone. Oh, yeah. Well, what, what – what, what could he have done before the injury? Maybe he would have yeah. been better. Like now it's always going to be that question mark or that asterisk. Andy, yeah.
4: Andy Davis like I chose correctly.
3: <laughs> I mean, it would be interesting. It would be interesting to see how his on plays. I mean, I'm not going to lie, he did impress me in the in the preseason. I mean, he shot fucking what 107% from the field? <laughs> Something like that. I mean, it was, like, insane, and he just dunked it every time he had it, and there was no problem yeah, ever.
4: 55 dunks. Yeah, I know.
3: No, for real though, once your shoe explodes.
4: <laughs> Back to this
3: again. <laughs> your <laughs> NBA career is over. It's
4: over. Okay, cool.
3: How many? Even if it ama- happened in college? How many? Ama- high school, I don't care. How many amazing athletes are there that have come through the NBA?
4: And the shoe exploded?
3: Never before. Oh, God. All right? This dude is just ahead of athletic equipment at this point. I thought you had it. It's a- going to fail him. Okay. Uh, had like a list of players with their shoe. Exploded? No, okay. no one's right. ever had their shoe explode. Right. That's right. what I'm trying to say. I didn't think so, but yeah, you're right. If uh, someday he just like jumps through the floor, I'd be like, I <laughs> could see that coming. Like he lands and he just he goes through the floor. Jumps through the floor. Like I'd be like, oh well, and it, like no. and like he fucking breaks what? both of his fucking tibias. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I would be like, wow. I'm telling you, man. He's played a dangerous game out there. He's the head of yeah. athletic equipment, man. Yeah. Well,
1: all right, Joel. What else you
4: In case you missed it. The uh, the Joe Johnson experiment in Detroit, you know the team that you got Sway as the eighth seed. Yes, it's over. Joe Johnson has been waived by the Detroit Pistons. What the uh, big three MVP no longer has a job in the NBA.
3: I still want to reconsider your favorite uh, <laughs> sleeper team?
4: Sway's so, so like so he's like I just drafted him. What
3: the fuck? <laughs> I drafted him in the eighth round right after Oladipo. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fuck! That was, that was
3: like a sleeper pick. <laughs> <big.
1: laughs> ISO Joe? No, Joe Johnson. ISO like, hey, man, Joe? Thanks, no more.
3: Thanks for the money, but uh, I don't know if you noticed, but the big three is very easy. That's why, <laughs> that <looked laughs> so fucking good.
4: That's why I was a fucking league MVP. Yeah, and a champion.
3: You really thought I would go from that to be playing in the NBA? Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Think he's gonna get picked up by another team? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. definitely. No, Probably. you guys, are you not, don't think so? Though. They
1: will just put him on some, like like, the, like a contender and he'll barely play but he'll be there.
4: Yeah. Either that or it'll be like the Warriors, like a team and no, like yeah, all Warriors Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. the first team I thought of, the Warriors. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. No, I was thinking about like a, a team like on the rise like the Kings or some shit like that. Could pick him up. As an as a name. so Joe. Maybe you maybe you the Sean Sean Duchar Mavericks. Huh? Um, what about the Knicks? What about them?
1: T- the Knicks aren't fighting for anything right now. Well, so I don't, he's not going to go there. <laughs> yeah, Mavericks could use him. Mavericks,
3: I looked at they the don't, team they after. Don't wanna,
4: they don't want to pick up Carmelo Anthony, but they're going to pick up ISO Joe. I'm
3: going to say this. I looked at the team after I picked the Mavericks as my sleeper, and I'm like, damn. There is nobody on that fucking team other than Doncic and Proseguis. I, mean, yeah. I, mean, I mean, like yeah. nobody? Well, we fucking told you that. No, but I mean, like, like nobody? <laughs> but I mean, like nobody? No fucking buddy. Yeah. Like their third why, best player is I, Maxi Kleber, bro.
4: That's why I said, you know, I mentioned – Barea and fucking nice. Boban as your, as your your Not bench.
3: Good. Not good. Sign Joe. Sign Carmelo. That team's in the playoffs.
4: All right. In case you missed it, uh Demonte's Sabonis has agreed to a four-year, $77 million extension with the Pacers. So, there you go. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah.
1: that's a motivation factor for this guy. Yeah.
4: Well, other extensions. Buddy Hill has uh, agreed to a four-year, $94 million deal with the Kings. Mm-hmm. He's clearly satisfied with Did that. Did you
1: hear him crying? That's
4: what I'm about the same. Yeah. <laughs> clearly, now he's satisfied with that because uh, I mean, it's eighty six. is eighty six million that's guaranteed. Essentially, you can make like one hundred
1: six million within sentence. Yeah, they that report came out after the fact, and I was like, wow, one hundred six. But then I was like, right, I guess that's all right. Well, For I think, a team like the Kings, and then when the when the other report came came out, I was like, oh, that's that's all yeah, right.
4: That definitely helped Jalen because it was like, all right, you don't want to pay him the max like Siakam got, but you don't want to
1: lowball him with under one hundred. Like eighty million, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the initial report, yeah. Hey. Yo, bro, even eighty million was too much, bro. All I'm saying 80 is, million that was way too much. Well, you
3: can no, say the same thing about Jalen Brown. Got a fucking come up from that yeah, eighty mil, around, man. No,
1: he did, but also, Joel, I'm sure we're gonna get into it. That's not all guaranteed, right?
4: It's one fifteen for four years, which you know, a lot of a lot of Southern fans are losing their minds over, and not in a good way, idiots. But only 103 of it is guaranteed money, and there's like another four of incentives this year, and then another like eight as the contract goes
1: on. So it's pretty much what we were talking about in our little group chat over the weekend. About twenty five million a year. So yeah, man. I mean, yeah. hey, that's coming, about right. And Now from, in, in today's NBA, that's that's what we that's what we that's, talk, that's what we've been talking about the that's last few Brown. Yeah.
3: People are idiots if they thought they were going to get Jalen Brown for anything less than
1: twenty million dollars a year.
3: Like, yeah, that's the starting point is twenty million dollars yeah. a year, or even
1: twenty. You're an idiot if you think you're gonna. But if, if you contract- think Jalen Brown's gonna sign an extension for twenty million right now. You're crazy because he's looking at the rest of the market. He knows he's going to be a top-tier yeah. free agent no, next summer. That should have been. And a he starting He knows point, he can though. make at least twenty-five. That's why I got. think it was. That right. should have been a starting point. Not that's why 80, I think Danny. No, right. Danny
3: Ainge got so pissed off because he did put twenty million on the table, and that probably was a starting point, And that's what. Got uh, yeah, no,
4: yeah, he was mad because he was like, we've made, we've, we've been going back and forth. We're 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 in negotiations as we speak. When that when that initial report yeah. came out, because it just seemed like they were like, Celtics just made this offer, and he said no. And that yep, was it. And that but that's not true. And he was like,
3: yeah, but that that was a twenty million. That was probably the starting
4: point. I think that's why Brown was so. Was so like laid back, like yeah, that's, that doesn't bother me. We're, we're gonna get it done. We're gonna reach some fucking hey. because it's funny because even before that, the the report of Jalen and the Celtics reaching an agreement, maybe like an hour, or two hours before that came to light, the Boston Globe had reported they're like, oh, they're, they're not close right now, and it's unlikely mm-hmm. they're not, not going to reach a deal before five o'clock. And then Danny's like, surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, it's funny because. Hold on, wait a minute. Right? (laughs) Y'all thought I was (laughs) finished. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because the Celtics usually like wait a day or two before they like, they, they, you know, show a picture of Jalen, you know, with with Danny and it was just like. Bam. Like, no, he's yeah. staying. Like, it's Yo,
3: it's, it's Danny a done was like, deal. Then he's like, we're right away. till Until Monday, and Monday, we'll get it done. It's yeah, like, yeah. it's not a big deal. Like, whatever, yeah. whatever happens on Monday, we're going to get it done. because We'll reach it. I, I, I it's so, gonna be, there's going to be back and forth. That's so how this works. I was surprised, though, at the whole groundswell of, like, there's no chance to get a deal done before. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Was like, I was like, Especially, no, like
4: they have yeah. to. Especially they, like they like, literally so close, have. To. Yeah, so close to the deadline. And it's just like, yeah, they're they're not close at all. No, even like,
3: even like months ago, people were like, there's no way they're going to sign Jalen before the start of the season. Oh, yeah, that's what
1: I'm talking about. I think. Everyone was under the same assumptions until he, uh, Danny Ainge went on with Toucher and Rich yeah. Yeah. on 95 Sports Hub, and it was just like, oh, okay, there's actually some yeah, yeah. progress here.
4: Just the fact that they had initially. He, he
1: dismissed that report about the four year 80 million.
4: Yeah, no, but just the fact that the, that initial report just came out that they did offer him something, because I didn't think, personally, I didn't think they were going to offer him anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I just thought they were going to like, let's play this wait and see game. But seeing the, how weak the market's going to be in, in, in next, next offseason, Like, you have to lock up Jalen. Plus, all the deals
3: that that happened, like, that, he would have been the... I mean, truthfully, he probably would have been the number one free
1: agent. Yeah. Or at least number one or number two. I I just think... This works out. This works out for both parties. I think this works out for both parties because you get to see what you got there. You have a core of uh, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Gordon Hayward, and Kemba Walker at least for two seasons, yeah. and then you can proceed from there, yeah. which is a great shape for yeah. the Celtics because you're not going to see him walk and you end up with nothing. But return. what about
4: Jason Tatum? That is not enough money for Jason Tatum, man. No,
3: people who don't understand the salary cap that they drafted me these
4: off. players. They didn't get signed, you you're know, not. via free agency. They drafted these players. They own these players' rights until the. And until they don't anymore, so
3: they could even, tell even, Jason Tatum today we're gonna give you forty fucking million yeah, dollars, yeah. starting at the end of your contract, and they could do it because yeah. they can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Not only, not only
4: that, but when they do give Jason Tatum his his extension, then Gordon Hayward's uh, last, even when he when he does, he he will, you know, probably opt in. That comes off the books, yeah. whether you want to keep him or not. That's when Jason Tatum's new deal is gonna start. So the something to fine, at least with those two guys and the core of Kemba. At least Kemba, Jalen. And and Tatum, you have that for the
1: least next three years. Let's see what happens. As Celtics fans, right? You
3: big know? time,
1: big time. Yeah, that was a big. Uh, that, that, that's a big sign for the Celtics right now. That that was the yeah. right thing to do. You lock yeah. in Jalen, you see what you got, and you go from there. And yeah. I can't wait to see how it unfolds. Yeah, go.
0: and
3: it's it's interesting though. They, the the reason why I think it's blowing people's minds is because they have to do it a little bit backwards because of the way. He's just an older player. He's yeah, older but than the datum, you
4: know what I mean? Yeah, but now twenty million is like the new like ten million or, or like fifteen million. Twenty right. million you know is the I'm saying? is the starting like, point for anybody at,
3: that's a decent basketball
4: player. Yeah, look at look at like the the, the, the superstars or, like top or the top tier mm-hmm. players, they're gonna be getting, you know, forty Steph is making forty million this year. Right. No one's talking about that. I'm yeah. not, I'm not saying I'm not comparing Jalen
3: to Steph, but my point is like the scale of these contracts. But, yes, but if you were like, is is Jalen half the player Steph Curry is? yeah okay probably like yeah, you know yeah. that's like that makes some sense okay
4: yeah in a lit- literal sense okay i get you saying
1: you know i look I mean? at it as remember when gordon harrow was the fourth highest paid player doesn't yeah. that feel like so long ago yeah. that wasn't that long ago.
4: Or, or 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 mike conley was the highest paid player in the league in the a league. couple of years ago right at 30. 2017 yeah, yeah yeah you're like you're like oh my god he's making 30 million dollars right. That's nothing now and yeah. compared to where the league is going. Like
1: if, if twenty million is a new ten
3: million. Yeah, Supermax, China could pull <laughs> oh, and then go. we're gonna have salary cats being cut. Oh, geez, And then Jalen's go. gonna be like the most expensive fucking player out uh, there. No, but like, then
4: but then that, mean, that means that means Anthony Cupo's not gonna make fifty six million in the next like three, four years.
3: I can't wait till Anthony DeCumpo <laughs> just doesn't sign that and says, You know what? I'd just rather not live in Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll take twenty million less a year. And just go to Miami or wherever the fuck he wants to go. <laughs>
4: all right. All and that's right. all I got for this edition of In Case You Missed It. Obviously, as always, follow us on all social media outlets at Causeway Street. And hit us up on CausewayStreet.com for
1: all your latest somethings, rumors, news, and opinions. And sway. Stay tuned for other articles, other stories I have, other see. columns I have on uh, CausewayStreet.com. I got a lot of content coming up.
4: Oh, and Real quick, a huge shout out to Papa Pavone, who celebrated a birthday over the weekend. He is, without a doubt, one of, if not, the biggest Causeway Street supporter. Happy birthday, Kencho. We love you. And we got Celtics on the road against Al Horford in the 76ers. And the 2019-20 season is finally upon us.
1: All right, man. Season opener. <laughs> well, stay tuned.
3: Wait till next week.
1: Later. Thanks.